gentlemen, welcome to episode 76 of Ebook SheBook. He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are back after two great pay-per-views. Uh, we did put out an episode for Clash of the Castle and All Out. A uh, little bit of the NXT Worlds Collide in there too. If you haven't heard that one, go back and listen. This is all of the aftermath. So a lot of stuff yeah. is still happening, mostly on the AEW side. Mostly behind the scenes. Mostly behind the scenes. Um, we did have Tony Khan this week opening up Dynamite very vaguely, saying that he is they're vacating the AEW World Championship and the trios titles. Yeah, both of them. And doesn't mention why. So, like, if anyone watches this and doesn't read like internet stuff and twitter stuff has no idea yeah has no idea what's going on behind the scenes and if anything they may have seen that punk is actually injured and will be out for about nine months anyway so they might just think that the title is getting vacated because of that but that doesn't at all explain the trios title no, like it, it's even more confusing because nobody there's hurt and they didn't announce like a suspension, mm-hmm. but we assume that's what it is. And so now we have, you know, the punk problem kind of solves itself by him being out nine months regardless. Yeah, like, but let also the heat kind of like, die down. He doesn't get any repercussion for the way he acted because like he's But we injured. don't know. There could have been something that like was done, like a fine or something that was done quietly. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Which like sh- something should happen. Yes. With that because that was just outrageous but like i could see him going away for the next eight nine months and coming back i would never put the title on him again because yeah. this is now twice that it he immediately was injured mm-hmm. after winning the belt so like keep him away from that but like if he wants to come back and you know put over the young guys like he said he wanted to do originally by all means yeah i mean as long as he stopped causing Plays other nice. issues yeah. you gotta play nice but tony khan also announced that we're gonna have a grand slam tournament for the new aew title and also a match later in the night for the new trios championship so we're not even we're not doing a tournament or a bracket or anything for the trios championship we're just putting two trios against each other and calling it a day which is better because like yeah. you don't you, we just did a tournament to crown the inaugural championship yeah or the uh, champions, and now all of a sudden we have to crown new ones mm-hmm. with no explanation at all. But it was, I mean, it's fine for, for what it was. You had the Death Triangle versus the Best Friends, uh, and Death Triangle wins. Pack now with two belts. All about it. All the gold, just a, a title for each shoulder. I think that's probably your best option. I was surprised that Dark Order wasn't put in it. Yeah, I would. There was no explanation as to why it was the Death Triangle and the Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. Like, the fact that Dark Order wasn't put in it was kind of weird considering they were, like... In the final? Yeah, in the final, you'd think that they'd be in it. They Um, did try to explain that by saying, like, there was an injury and, like, that's why they couldn't do it. But, like, it kind of sounded, you know... Yeah, very generic response. Yeah, And and Hangman is in your AEW title tournament, as he should be. But yeah, Death Triangle, now your trio's champions. And like I thought that was a good idea regardless because these are guys that wrestle in other promotions, go defend those titles in other promotions. Exactly. So I think that's a cool idea to put them on uh, Death Triangle. We also had MJF out for a nice in-ring promo now that he's back. We're in Buffalo. He's in a Buffalo Bills jersey playing super babyface. MJF is such – even though he's playing babyface in the very beginning of this, he is the most perfect heel. Like – especially recently because like yes he's playing babyface and he's getting all like the oohs and the ahs and everything but by the end of this promo 
he's back to just being your like piss ant heel and i love everything about him yeah like when it was just him like he's talking about how much he loves you know the crowd how much mm-hmm. he loves AEW, how much he loves tony khan and how like everything is smoothed over and then as soon as moxley comes out everything changes yeah and, and Jeff's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not the good guy. Like, I hate everyone. I hate Tony. I hate this company. I'm going to leave in 2024. Right. Bring up, like, references to Triple H. Like, he's going to go where Cody is. He like, like he Straight goes, up says Cody's name and everything. Goes full-blown, like, heel again. And, like, just, just that easy. Yeah. Because he was, for a good five minutes, the most over person in the company as a face and then immediately turned it back to Mm -hmm. heel. He's incredible. And John Moxley, when he came out like interrupting MJF, I loved everything about this promo in general. I obviously am a huge John Moxley fan there. That's no secret, but him coming out and being like, I should be on vacation right now. And I'm not because of all the bullshit that happened behind the scenes. Which is true. It is true. He was not advertised for the show until the fight happened. It was him, Danielson, and Jericho ended up having a meeting, like, right before the show or the day before the show or something. And, like, they're basically filling in for, like, the elite on the aspect of how to save the show. So here's John Moxley just, like, saving the day. And I guess, like, he needs to be the babyface in this MJF situation. And it worked out really well for him. I loved everything about that promo. It was a great yeah. promo. He clearly loves this. He wants the title back. I don't well, between know. Between both of them, like, with John Moxley and MJF just going back and forth, like, towards each other. like. Well, he made MJF leave. Yeah. And then cut, like, a unreal babyface promo. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was a great promo. Like, the fact that we're doing another tournament, and it's pretty much all the same people. It's the same people. And it's, well, of course it is. Like, I get, you, you know, you want to put the title back on. I, I wouldn't put it back on Moxley, personally. I, I feel like that's that's twice that's now. That's pretty he's, rude. I mean, two-time champ, that's great and all. But, like, I I don't know if he doesn't want it or what Here's the deal the is. Daniel, Brian Danielson, Danielson is the best is, wrestler you have. Yes, Danielson's in this tournament. It, the and title like, should like, be on him. What a slap in the face to Punk it would be to put it on Danielson. Like, Danielson has accomplished everything Punk couldn't do. Yeah. And, like, is he is actually the best in the world. He <laughs> has made event, Punk's punishment. Main event WrestleMania twice. Like, mm-hmm. he is everything. And, like, he's only been really working with the mid-card guys. Like, he's doing all the stuff Punk said that he yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, and, like, that's also what Danielson wants to do. Like, he wants to... He has to know he's the, one of the best wrestlers he in knows the world. he is the best wrestler yeah and like everybody says it even in moxley's promo like anybody who talks about him about danielson talks about how he is one of the best wrestlers all around in the world in in every angle and like moxley says that in this like in his promo danielson's out here just putting it on for other people and helping other guys like mid-card guys get the recognition that they deserve too and helping them get to where they got to be. So the fact that he's in this tournament, I mean, I would put it on Danielson. We are probably going to see Danielson versus Moxley again. And I'm okay with that. Cause I think that's going to be great. Cause Mox is in the tournament. Uh, actually, let's just talk about the tournament for a second because we had Brian Danielson versus hangman for the, this is like our first grand slam tournament for the AEW championship. First match of the night against hangman i kind of expected hangman to go semi far in this tournament and danielson knocks him out first round yeah i think that's the right move i I just feel like i thought they would have him go like a maybe a little farther than the first round this kind of felt like 
a like low key punishment for Hangman. Interesting. Okay. Because like I mean I don't I don't know what Tony Khan like feels about Hangman Page, but like all really kicked off with something Punk didn't like that Hangman said. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And I don't know, like, if this was a punishment, it kind of felt like, like, first round loss. Exactly. And, like, you're a former like, world champion. Like, it's kind of weird that he's a former world champion. It is weird, especially in the first when round. also in this first round was Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Two guys yeah. that easily could have eaten that pin for Hangman to get him to the next round. He's just a first round out. Yeah. That Well, that's not till Rampage, but that was a great match, too. Um, yeah. I mean, that was very, very weird. We had a lot of title matches happening on Dynamite. And a little bit of me thinks that that was a way to, like, bring some like goodness to dynamite because so many random things were happening and they were getting such bad publicity that they were like let's just have every title on the line tonight because we also had tony storm versus penelope ford and this is for the AEW interim women's world championship eliminator match tony storm wins that was like a mouthful yeah, it was too much. It was too much. Tony Storm wins. I didn't expect anything else. We also had the TNT Championship match tonight between Wardlow and Tony Nese. And Wardlow retains. And again, didn't expect Tony Nese to win. I do think that Wardlow is going to have a decent run with this championship. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like, I mean, he even mentioned it mm-hmm. in his promo that, like, people are saying, like, the momentum's kind of, like, it has. Yeah. It has. And there's, there's nothing that he's doing wrong. It's just, like, again, it's another squash match. Tony yeah. Nese, it's not anything competitive. Like, put him against Hobbs. Put him against, like, somebody that's actually going to be a threat and make yeah. it more than 10 seconds. Well, that's the problem. We talk about this not on the podcast, and we will talk about it in a little bit as well, where AEW does just – they like doing very short matches that – deserve longer and then very long matches that don't deserve the time that they had but we also had wheeler yuda versus daniel garcia for the ring of honor pure championship now we found out the week prior chris jericho is not going to be in daniel garcia's corner he's very upset with him he thinks it's like a punishment that he's not going to be there for daniel for daniel garcia daniel garcia gets the win here brian danielson actually puts the belt on garcia and is like celebrating with him and he's like oh this proves that like you're an actual pro wrestler and not a sports entertainer and chris jericho is just standing there like in absolute disbelief like a sad little puppy like he lost one of his little goons he did he lost his boy yeah like his boy his son likes a different wrestler better yeah but like it's not even just that because it's just like somebody that he can he can no longer manipulate this man maybe he can I mean, maybe we'll he see. can, like, maybe this is all leading towards, like, another, like, Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson something. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Daniel Garcia was one of those guys that initially was going to be a part of the Black Bull Club, but Daniel Garcia just chose to be a sports entertainer instead. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, th- that's where we leave off here. Daniel Garcia having the pure Ring of Honor championship is hilarious because, like, that is the least sports entertainment shit you can have. And for him to be holding that title, there's no, like, he shouldn't be in the Jericho Appreciation Society. No. We already have too many people. The fact that you've put Sammy and Ty in it and Anna Jay is in it now, like, we have enough people without Daniel Garcia being in it. And then speaking of Sammy Guevara, as we mentioned earlier, on Rampage, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allin in this AEW Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. The winner of this match. So, like, the way this bracket is lined up, it's kind of weird because Chris Jericho has a bye. So does uh, As John does Moxley. John Moxley. Mm-hmm. So the winner of Hangman and Danielson goes on to face Jericho. So we mm-hmm. know that's Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho in the next round. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Right? Works with the storyline. Everything works perfectly. The winner of uh, Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen 
goes on to face John Moxley. And in this match, we had Anna Jay cause a distraction. Ty, Ty Mello is here as well, causing distractions. Sammy a lot Guevara of ends distractions. Up, yeah, Sammy Guevara ends up getting the win here. Just pure heel heat. Yeah, and honestly, there was a move that just, like, hurt my soul. when he Because Anna Jay does a distraction, and Sammy Guevara then gets a low blow on Darby Allen. Then he power bombs him onto the wheels of his skateboard, and, like, I don't know how his whole, like, just his soul didn't leave his body from the amount of pain that that had to have caused on his back. But Sammy gets the win. It was a good way to open Rampage. It was. And, like, so that leaves us with this tournament as we sit now. I would have liked to see Darby versus Moxley. That's, like, selfish reasons, but I would have liked to see that. The way they line this up, it does work storyline-wise. Yes. Because now you have Danielson and Jericho. Perfect. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this combat club versus Jericho Appreciation Society. And then in the other round, Moxley versus Guevara, same exact thing. Exactly. So we could, theoretically, like the fact that Guevara is going to face John Moxley in a title tournament I'm is so hilarious annoyed. to me. It's, it's so annoying. annoying. Moxley should absolutely win. Right. The issue here is that Jericho is probably going to beat Danielson. Yeah. And no, like, we want Danielson to win the whole thing. I do. I agree with you. That's why I'm saying I think that it would be nice. Like if Danielson beats Jericho, it would be interesting to then see – Danielson versus Moxley, considering they're on the same side. Yeah. So then, like, one of those two would be the winner, and it would be okay, because they're on the same side. But, like, would it be okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> would Danielson be okay losing that? Or would he freak out? I like, don't think Danielson's going to okay lose. I just, I feel like he's, I don't feel like he's going to beat Jericho. I feel like we're going to end up with Jericho and Moxley in the final of this tournament. And because you he, have a clear heel, clear baby face, and then Moxley wins. Because I really pray that we're not putting the title back on Jericho. But you said at the beginning of this that you didn't want Moxley to have the title again. I don't. Listen, if I was booking this, I would book Brian Danielson to win this. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to. This is so weird. I never in my life thought that I would root against Moxley, and I am, I am a little bit here, and you're not. You are. <laughs> I, just, I think that, like, for Moxley to... Listen, I'm not, all about Moxley having the title again. Like, but he I was just, planned to go out for a while. Yeah. After All Out. And now that he's, like, he puts off his vacation, he's back, he's, like, he's in this tournament. I feel like you're putting him in there, and he's going to win. Like, as, like, a reward for coming back and, like, putting the company on your back. I don't know, he, like, that promo like, that, he's, that he had, like, it just feels like we're in this run-up to It was clear that Moxley. it was him, Danielson, and Jericho that had this meeting beforehand. Yep. And it's these three guys that we're right now debating on who's going to be the champion. Poor Sammy. Sammy is Guevara is here to also lose, a part of this, <laughs> but is losing. He's here to lose, Imagine if he, w- if he beats Moxley. Shut the fuck up. What if we get, like, Danielson versus Guevara That's a whole, at the very no, end of this? That's, like, a different universe that that would actually happen in. That's – shut up. <laughs> shut <laughs> your mouth. It would be a part of the AEW galaxy. I hate that. I hate everything you just said. We're not doing that. It's either going to be Jericho, Danielson, or Moxley that <laughs> wins this. And I don't know. I feel like it would come – I think it would be fun for it to come down to Moxley, Danielson. I do, too. And I don't think that – Moxley would be like a quote-unquote sore loser here because in his promo he was talking up how great of a wrestler Brian Danielson is and how he is the best of the best and how he's better than him. Yeah, but here's the thing. And, like, this is why I would love for this to be the final. Like, would Brian Danielson also be okay losing to Moxley? I don't know. There's an easy Brian Danielson heel turn there. Yeah. Of, like, like listen, like, we can shake hands and everything, but I'm better than you. Yeah. And you need to realize that. But he does realize that. He's straight up said it 
Oh, Actually, you know what? We're, we're forgetting the elephant in the room here. MJF has a championship yeah. opportunity whenever he wants, which yeah, he, he made does. sound like money in the bank rules. Yeah. Where it's not like we're going to have like a match. It's whenever I want it to be. Yeah, like he's going to come out and cash in. Like it could be just at the end of this tournament, Moxley wins and MJF comes out and pins him. Or like his 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 goons come out and beat up Moxley and then MJF pins him. Interesting. Oh, there's so many ways to go about this now. This tournament really... Throw us for a loop here. Yeah, it turns out, you know, eating muffins and shitting on your co-workers leads to some crazy nonsense in your company. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Anyway, Samoa Joe's back. Good. He's back. He um, has been gone for a little bit, and he gets interrupted by Mark Sterling, and he's asking for a title shot for Josh Woods, and Joe's like, all right, whatever. That's going to happen sometime in this coming week. I don't remember if they said it was going to happen on Dynamite or Rampage. They might not have said. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we care about Josh Woods. No. So moving on, Serena Deeb versus Madison Rain. This is what you were hinting at earlier. Mm-hmm. Serena Deeb gets the win. Madison Rain is like now a coach for AEW as well. Not a very long match. You know. A lot of people are talking seem, about it. Seems to be a recurring theme in the mm-hmm. women's division. Well, that seems to be the Like, okay, listen. Don't give a, like, don't give the women a lot of time or whatever for whatever reason you have. But if you were going to give any of the women a lot of time, it should have been these two. Like, they could have handled a longer match. They, it would have been a good match. And it was a good match for it being short, but it could have been a good long match. Why wasn't it for anything? I don't know. Like, why is know. it just a meaningless match? Why I is Jade not, not here? Like, what is... I, I just... It's weird that we have such a deep women's roster mm-hmm. and we don't do anything with the women's roster. No. We had a lot of, like, Ring of Honor matches and nothing really going on with the women's division once again. Like, we also had Claudio versus Dax Harwood for the uh, Ring of Honor World Championship match. So we had the Ring of Honor Pure Championship match and also the Ring of Honor World Championship match throughout this week on AEW. And we had, like, two women's matches for nothing, basically. Well, I mean, the Tony Storm match was for that mouthful of, you know, contenders match for whatever reason. But... But like, again, like, that the, was just, like, a nothing yeah. throwaway match. Yeah. It, it was, was just like, like, hey, Penelope Ford's back. Let's do yeah. this. And that also was a short match. But I don't know. I mean, Claudio retained his title because, of course, he is. And that was a great match and a great way to end the show. I feel like nothing really... Like we You're said right, this- though. It, it did feel like it's, like... It, it, it was a bunch of Ring of Honor stuff. Yeah. On, like, AEW shows, like, your AEW roster doesn't, like... I feel like they're, like... F- it's all kind of the same thing. I feel like they kind of Because we also had a Samoa Joe do. promo, so, like, another ROH exactly. promo. Like, it just... It does feel like we're doing too much of, like, the Ring of Honor stuff. And, like, the irony of that being that, like, what about the, like, the women's championship? D- nothing. They didn't bring that up at all. Like, you'd think, especially after the fact that Jade is now 37-0, and 0, that, like, you'd think that they would have talked a little bit more about the actual good qualities that came out of the pay-per-view rather than just, like, gloss over the fact that there was a lot of negative shit that happened afterwards at the scrum and all of that stuff and all of the negative stuff that came out of the Elite and Punk. You'd think that they would have tried to harp on the good things that came out of the pay-per-view and be like, she is now 37-0, and 0. nobody is better than her, hey, let's have Serena Diva Madison Rain go for a number one contender spot or something. Yeah. Nope, nothing nope. like that. Nothing. We had nothing really that came, there was 15 matches on that card. Yeah. And there was really no follow-up. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Like the, the women's division, I feel like unless it involves Britt Baker, the women's division doesn't really get yeah. any like attention. And it, it is weird because you did sign so many like very talented women's wrestlers, and we're just not going to use any of them. And like you have the Ring of Honor champion, like Mercedes Martinez. She's also not on these shows. She's just wrestling on Dark sometimes. Yeah. And that's I, mean, I feel like Dark has turned into like the women's side. It is. It really is. Like if you want to, if you want to know why someone's the number one contender for like a women's championship in AEW, you have to watch Dark. And yeah. I'm not going to. No, I've there's, there's to already watch Dark. There's, there's too much going on. We did also have another promo this week. The acclaimed come out with Daddy Ass, mm-hmm. and we are all so ready. For them to just say the craziest shit. Because there's oh. <laughs> so much going on that they could reference right now. I know. And you're like, I mean, you are obviously. I love the acclaimed. Have been obsessed with the acclaimed since like day one. It's been very known. And it's. And I've been a Billy Gunn fan since I was five. Yeah. <laughs> the things that come out of their mouths are just like absolutely insane. Like jaw dropping half the time. And I don't know, man. I like the fact that they got cut off almost immediately. We got robbed this week. Swerve, a full-blown heel move. Amazing. To come out and just not give us the acclaimed. We are getting that rematch that we Mm -hmm. talked about last week that Keith Lee and Swerve didn't seem too keen on at the press conference. But, like, we're getting it. It's going to be the acclaimed and Swerve in our glory at Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor. At AEW Grand Slam. So a lot of, like... There are titles on the line on this show. Yeah. They're making it a big show as they did last year. It's just when weird circumstances. Slam? I think two weeks. Right. Like I think not this right. coming, but the following. And then we have a lot going on on uh, the WWE side that's actually related, not behind the scenes related. We are also lining up for uh, Extreme Rules, which is going to be next month, October 8th. And they are already putting matches together for that, which I like. It's not like we're dragging out the fact that this is the aftermath of a, a one pay-per-view and then we're just going to like idle for a little bit before the next pay-per-view. We have Edge coming out, opening the show, calling out Dominic Mysterio, telling him to get out here so he can beat his ass. Love everything about it. Should have just middle named them. I don't know what I, Dominic middle name right, is, but like it should have just been like Dominic, Eddie, Mysterio. <laughs> just a government named him and just come out here. I'm going to beat your ass. Rey Mysterio comes out instead, like pleading with him, like, that's still my son, like, blah, 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 like, please do this. And then Rhea comes out with like Dominic saying I made Dominic into a man. Oof. This is just a weird choice of words here. Yeah. I really really wish that she said I'm his daddy now. But mm-hmm. I forgot at that <laughs> moment that she goes by Poppy, so like it would have been better for her to be like I'm his Poppy now, but there were chants of who's your Poppy and yeah. I love everything about that. Um there were also Eddie's son chants Love everything about that. He's in all black now. He's not wearing the Judgment Day shirt like that they all kind of wear. No, he looked like a bartender. Like, he looked like a catering bartender. Yeah, he looked like he didn't really know what he was doing yet. Like, he's standing by Rhea's side. He's in all black. Like, he's kind of... And, like, his, like, mullet is, like, slicked yeah, back. Yeah, he needs to do like, something about that. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't fuck with the mullet. Like, I... I'm. This is what we wanted to happen. Yes. So, like, we can't be mad that, like, Dominic's joining Judgment Day. Like, this, no, no, this no, no. is what this should is happen. exactly what we and, wanted. And, like, I hope... That we do something with it. But, like, Rhea and Dominic, like, walk down to the ring. Ray's telling Edge, you know, do what you have to do, whatever. Ray tries to talk to Dominic on his way up the ramp. But, like, Dominic doesn't even look at him. No. Which is, like, easy. Won't even acknowledge him. All Dominic has to do is look ahead. He can't see his father. Yeah, he's, like, six feet taller than him. Chance for Eddie's son going on, which we love. And Finn and Damien Priest end up attacking Edge from behind. Of course. 
Ray goes to save Edge, of course. Dominic and Rhea attack Ray, and then that's pretty much, you know, that's that's the gist of this situation. Right. Until later in the night when we have a match between because like Ray comes, I think it was like a b- backstage. Ray right? was like, I don't care which one of you I fight. It could be Damian Priest or Finn. I'm uh, gonna fight one of you. I was so excited for like a brief second of like, wait a second. Yeah, because he was like, I don't care which Judgment Day person. He refuses, I think, to acknowledge the fact that. Dom is now in Judgment Day. He refuses to acknowledge that Rhea Ripley will beat his oh, ass and if given re- the opportunity. They're just referring to him as Dom. Mm. And, like, I don't know if I like that or I don't like that. Like, I like that they're kind of trying to give him, like, his own thing. But he was like, I will fight anybody in the Judgment Day. And then he was like, Damien Orphan. Yeah. So not anybody. Just one of those two. So later in the night, we got Rey Mysterio versus Damien Priest. Eventually, Rhea Finn and Dom do come down to the ring and Damien Priest gets the, the win here. We're going to get another one of these yes. matches at Extreme Rules, probably. Probably. It'll probably be Edge and Ray versus, like, Dominic and maybe Finn or, or Damian, either one. I'm just mad that we got a tease of Beth Phoenix yeah. a couple weeks ago, and then we just didn't do anything with it. I like, mean, there's still time. I, yeah, they could very easily, for Extreme Rules, it could be Ray. Another trios match? Oh, my God. I literally, as the I was like, trios. that's literally what I was pausing about after I was thinking that. Like, it could be Ray, Edge, and Beth versus Dominic Rhea and somebody. Like, does, like, do they have a fourth friend? Does Edge and Ray have, like, a... F- I mean, if Christian was still around. Well, he's not. Uh, not here. Like, it's, I'm trying to think... Because you could make it a four-on-four, yeah. which would be fun. Like, you'd, like, build it, like, to Survivor Series and have a four-on-four that way. But I, I can't think of another... No, it would have to be somebody random. Because, like, like I is never... AJ busy? I don't know. Like, I never thought that it would be Finn and, da- and Damien. Yeah, no. You really... know what I mean? Like, it could potentially be somebody random. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> right. We haven't seen him in a while. We also have the New Day versus the Alpha Academy versus Los Lotharios versus the Street Profits. This is a fatal four-way match for a number one contender spot for the tag team titles. This match was awesome. I loved everything about this match. And as I'm literally turning to you, like, this match has been great. Like, all of these men are just, like, giving it their all. All of a sudden... Braun Strowman's music hits, and I'm sitting here like he's not a tag team. And I was like, maybe he is. Maybe he's bringing his little. Maybe Nicholas is here. Yeah, maybe he's bringing the Nicholas return. out. And he comes out and just destroys everyone. And at first, I wasn't really sure why he would come out during the tag team match, but then it was literally just, just a show yeah, off, like how jacked him. he is and how he could just destroy looks incredible eight people in one spot. He looks phenomenal. Looks this amazing. Man, Got a crazy pop. Almost cried. Oh, my! it was... It this was, man was near tears yes. for the reaction he got. Like, he is the biggest man I've probably ever seen in my life, both jacked and height-wise, and also the biggest softie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And, like, we know that just... We just know that about him. And he did look like he was going to cry. Like, he had to pull himself together. Well, like, he got a lot of shit. Ass. He got a lot of shit for being a part of that EC3, like, control your narrative yeah. thing. And, like, people were saying, like, oh, Braun. Oh, my God, remember you know, that? Nobody cares about Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. But, like, Braun was crazy over when he was in WWE. Yeah. That went away because he didn't have the machine behind him anymore. Now that you get him back in here, the mm-hmm. people were hype as shit. He's huge. He power bombs Otis. Otis. Well, I mean, that was on Raw. But or that was on SmackDown. But still, like he is just going around murdering everyone. Mm-hmm. There was a flipped car on Raw. Yeah, which was never explained. Which was like a nice like little tease. Yeah, because that that was like was it Dexter Loomis or was it Otis or not Otis Braun? And that was definitely Braun. Of course, because I don't think Dexter Loomis is that strong. But remember, Braun flipped an ambulance. Braun can flip anything. Braun can flip anything. He's the he's I'm a just, monster among it's men. It's cool to have him back. He was always a star. 
and like we knew he was coming back because like it was not like a secret, especially Triple H's interview. Yeah. Where he was like, I'd love to give that guy a second chance. It was always just like when, not and then, like if. But then even like leading up to it, like the night before and the morning of, like people are like, we're going to see him tonight on Raw. Like everybody knew he was coming on Raw. It was just a matter of like, who's he going to come out for? And never in a million years would I have expected for him to come out during a fatal for tag team match. Yeah. And I thought that like, I thought that was great. He just came out and showed how strong he is still and stronger than he was before he left dominated the fuck out of everybody and then turned around and was like i'll see you guys on smackdown so i want braun versus omos yeah okay. and i want braun to just squash omos and then we omos just like you know goes away goes off into the distance yeah i can't think of anything else that braun would do right now because you could give him you could give him roman but like He's going to lose. I'd rather keep him, like, as hot as possible. So, like, have him take on Omos. Have him pick up Omos and make it, like, a big deal. I just, I love Braun Strowman. I think he's awesome. Amazing. He's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad to have him back. I'm glad the crowd remembers mm-hmm. him and gave him the, the show he did. Yeah, he showed up on SmackDown and powerbombs Otis. Insane. It's, Insane. It's, it's craziness. Also on Raw, we had Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, which Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah win. It wasn't for the tag team titles. No, and they had another match this week on SmackDown, NXT. also okay. not yeah. for the titles. Oh, you know what? They also had a match on well, NXT. Dewdrop and Nikki Ash had a match on NXT, which they won. They mm-hmm. beat Toxic Attraction, who then go to SmackDown to take on. Was it Raquel? Was that the Raquel and Aaliyah match? Yeah, Raquel and Aaliyah versus Toxic Attraction on SmackDown. SmackDown, also not for the titles. Raquel and Aaliyah win again. I think they're just cool. trying, like, because they're the new tag team, the women's tag team, they're just trying to get them a few wins under their belt, sure. which is fine. I don't like them as a tag team, I've decided. Um, no. I thought they were very thrown just together. Waiting for Sasha and Naomi to. Yeah, they're they were busy. at New York Fashion Week this week. Just, yeah. You know, they were at the they're busy Dodgers out there game. living their best lives. Yeah, they're. they're you know, doing everything else. Mm-hmm. We also had Austin Theory versus uh, Kevin Owens. Austin Theory. Austin. Yes. Got his first name Tommaso back. Tommaso Ciampa got his first name yes. back. We're giving out first we names, giving baby. giving out first names again. Theory was doing an in-ring promo about how, like, he didn't cash in, like, because he wanted to, but he ended up getting knocked out by Tyson Fury, so he didn't cash in, but he will be champ and blah, 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 blah. Kevin Owens comes out. It turns into a match. Kevin Owens dominates it. As he should. Yeah, as he should. We need to be building up Kevin Owens as, like, the prize fighter Kevin Owens that he was in NXT. Then put him up with Sammy. And we've been saying it for weeks. Sammy and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. That's what everybody needs to see. That's what everybody wants to see. Build up Kevin Owens to be, like, that that killer Kevin Owens that Mm -hmm. he was before. And then the weirdest main event that I can remember in quite some time. It was so random. We have Bobby Lashley versus The Miz for the United States Championship. Already random. In a steel cage. Now, they did explain this hilariously. That apparently like The Miz requested a steel cage to keep Dexter Loomis from being able yeah, to attack Yeah, just like him. stealing him out of the Hilarious. Yeah. Lashley wins after The Miz tries to escape and Dexter Loomis comes out from under the ring. Hilarious. Dexter Loomis then climbs the cage and chokes The Miz unconscious into the end of the show, and that was all she wrote. I just, like, why are we doing The Miz and Dexter Loomis? We have not gotten any explanation okay. why yet. I was like, maybe I missed this? I, I want nothing... to think that it's something to do with Champa and Gargano. Okay, because like, there was nothing Dexter beforehand, Loomis, right? 
no. Like, there's been no interaction with Dexter Loomis and The Miz, like, prior to this mess. Like, I'm thinking, like, maybe Dexter is trying to help Johnny get Champa back. So, like, they can be, like, they can be a tag team again. Yeah. And, like, DIY versus the Usos. DIY versus whoever. Like, get The Miz away from Champa. I will help. Like, maybe Johnny doesn't even know. Maybe Johnny is just, like, you know, happy-go-lucky doing whatever he's doing. And Dexter just wants to help him. Just impress him. Like, his father-in-law, you know? He's trying to just impress his father-in-law by kidnapping The Miz. (laughs) As we've all tried to do. Which, yeah, leaves Champa alone. And then Champa and and Gargano can get back together. Also, what, like, where is Indy Hartwell? She's still on NXT. I know, but we've, we've had a couple interactions between the two. But, like, why isn't she, like, involved with, like, any of the main roster stuff? It doesn't make any sense, but also, like, technically, Dexter Loomis isn't part of the main roster. He's just kind of popping up, being seen as security guards and being seen here, seen there, and then he steals the Miz. I love that, like, we're trying to play up that a couple weeks ago that only the Miz saw him in in the crowd. Like, as if we all didn't see him. as a security guard. Like, (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Very fun. Um, That's the kind of shit, though, that is just, like, funny that that WWE has. Yeah. And then we finally got your guys back on the SmackDown side. We had the Brawlin' Brutes versus Imperium. Imperium is officially back together. We were not sure if that was just for Clash of the Castle or going forward. It seems like it's going forward. They looked amazing. Yes, fantastic way to open the show. I don't care that we just saw this two nights prior. It was phenomenal. Great match. Imperium wins. Good. Yeah. You know? we We could call it a day here. Yeah. And Gunther versus whoever. I don't care who it is. Sheamus and Gunther got, like, a five stars from Dave Meltzer, first five-star match from Sheamus. Like, Gunther is incredible. I'll sing his praises every day. Get Keep the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title on Gunther and Lashley. Mm-hmm. Give me that at Survivor Series, and I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Like, imagine, like, Gunther oh, versus, like, Survivor Braun. Survivor Series. Like, Gunther versus Braun would be, like, I don't know how that would go, but that would be nuts. That would be I just insane. want to see Gunther versus everyone. When is Survivor Gunther Series? Gunther versus Roman. Imperium versus the Bloodline. Like, let's let's get this yeah, right. going. Answer my question. When is Survivor I don't know what your Series? Question was. I wasn't listening. <laughs> October something. No. Didn't you just say it? No. Extreme Rules is October. Oh, I'm sorry. Survivor Series is like November. So he's like around like Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so well, I mean, we could keep that going for Survivor Series. Well, it's only like a month away. Yeah, it's not that far away at all. That could be really good. I like Survivor Series because it is like it is Clash of the the Champions basically. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a yeah. show over show. So November twenty sixth this year in Boston, Massachusetts. Cool. All right, and then Home we have of his... Sasha Banks for mm. no reason. Well, maybe she'll be on the show. Uh, we also, speaking of the Bloodline, had the Usos and Sami Zayn come out. I, I feel so bad for Sami, man. I really do. Even like the dumb shit on Twitter, and we've talked about Sami's Twitter before, and how like sometimes, sometimes you do have to pay Must attention follow. to both sides of the social media aspect and the actual in ring aspect. The Bloodline is, one of the Usos is posting about how, like, you know, blood over everything. And especially after what happened at Clash of the Castle. Sammy's like, hey, I'm not blood, yeah, but, like, blood's, I'm, on everything. blood's on everything. Like, I'm here. Naomi's commenting on it, which is also hilarious because she's going to be in the Bloodline before Sammy, even though Sammy's taking all the bad hits. Yeah. So, you know, if Naomi ever comes back. So we have the Usos and Sammy come out and they're introducing baby Uso, who I am annoyed they are still calling Solo Sequoia 
Sequoia? Sequoia. Sequoia. I think it's funny. Sami Zayn now has a full-blown handshake with Jimmy Uso, and Jay Uso still refuses to give him any attention He doesn't at even all. acknowledge him. But yeah, they, they announce Solo Sequoia. He comes out, and the guy couldn't look more like his father. Uh, he looks exactly like his father. Like, like, he, it looks like he's doing a Rikishi cosplay. Like, he is obviously their brother. Like, he definitely yeah. looks like them. And, like, there are times that I thought that the twins look like their father. But it's usually only when their dad's around. Because, you know, like, a couple of years ago, Rikishi would just, like, come out. Yeah. Like, I would be like, damn, they look like their dad. Like, you don't really realize I'm it. surprised we haven't seen him more, honestly, yeah. with, like, the bloodline show Especially with the bloodline. But when Solo came out, I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, I talk about Baby Oos. Like, he's Baby Rikishi at this point. For real. And literally. I'm, I mean, he is. He is. Like, he literally is. I am annoyed, though, that they have changed – and. I, I mean, not under Triple H's reign, but under Vince McMahon's reign, they changed most people's name when they brought them to the main roster. Yeah, I'm not I'm not as big on this as you are. I don't understand why they didn't just solo Uso. Because it, it kind of sounds stupid. Yeah, honestly. but, like, so does his other name. That's, you're not wrong. Like, I, so saw, I saw it as, like, he's just his own he's person. His own person. Like, yes. he would be, like, Sokoa Uso. He's solo Sokoa. Yeah. Which or is even Sokoa Uso. Like, like the solo Uso is just, to me, like, he's on his own, whereas the twins are together. But, like, you, like you'd think he would have Uso in his name somewhere for the main roster. But they are acknowledging the fact that it is their baby brother. He is here. He's part of I'm the bloodline. I'm surprised Vince didn't do this. It's so crazy. It's so stupid. It was always we've, just right there. We've been saying it forever. How the hell did Dominic Mysterio get to the main roster before this kid? Look at this kid. Yeah. The dude can move. And, and he's like, like, and he's just stocky. He's like well yes. built. He had a match versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre interrupted yes, this, this whole thing. introduction of mm-hmm. Solo Sokoa. And like, Solo is the only one that didn't back down. Mm-hmm. Like went for it. Like an idiot because Drew had a chair. Well, <laughs> like he Drew goes to hit Solo with the chair. Sami Zayn takes the bullet again. Of course. Because he is the honorary Oose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's important. And Solo thanks him later on in the night. It seems like Solo and Jimmy are on Sammy's side. Jay is still out on Sammy every day. Well, Jay ain't nobody's bitch, and he's gonna not. No. He's gonna and never he let he it. He does not like Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And then the main event: Drew McIntyre versus Solo Sokoa. Interference from the Usos and Sami Zayn, obviously. And then Karrion Cross comes up and chokes out Drew to end SmackDown. So Raw and SmackDown both ended with well, people being out. choked to mm-hmm. death. Yeah, <laughs> with it, no resolution. Insane. The only other big things. I wouldn't even say there were big things. The only other things that really happened on SmackDown this night, the Street Profits and Hit Row teamed up against Maximum Male Models and Los Lotharios, and the Street Profits and Hit Row take that win. We also had Natalia, Zaylee, Sonya Deville, Lacey Evans, and Ronda Rousey in a fatal five-way match for the number one contender spot against, or for a women's championship against Liv Morgan. At Extreme Rules. At Extreme Rules. Again, another mouthful for the women's division. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to me they keep putting Xia Li in these matches because, like, she's just never going to win. I just don't care. I I don't know. Like, I didn't – either way, I didn't care who won this match. Like, I was like, okay, like – There's not a lot of, like – good contenders on the SmackDown side yes. for Liv. And, and we're I just, felt bad about that yeah. because, like, even, like, Lacey Evans was in this match. I feel yeah. like we hadn't seen her in a minute. She keeps changing her gear. Something's not – I don't think something's set with her gear yet where they're just, like, they haven't figured out what they want her new look to actually be because her, her look changes every week when she, we actually see her. But, like, Zia Lee could have been a cool 
a cool win here. I would not have cared if Natty won. I um, thought it would have been cool to throw a wrench in this because the obvious winner, when you look at it on paper, is Ronda Rousey. Of course. And, like, this was an elimination-style match, so, like, it, you know, Zia Lee got eliminated early, Natalia, Lacey. It ends up being Sonya versus Ronda, which was fun. Yes. Sonya puts the hairs up, squares up. Love me some Sonya Deville. Very fun. And, but, like, Ronda gets the win. She ends up talking to Shayna Baszler, like, later mm-hmm. in the night. But, like, this whole... Like, we're getting Ronda and Liv again. Which makes me think that, like, this is, like, Ronda's going to win that match. It would have been a fun wrinkle for, like, Lacey to steal one. Yes. Like, Ronda doesn't need to be involved with the Women's Championship every single Mm -hmm. time she's out there. And, like, do we get a third win for Liv Morgan over Ronda Rousey? Like, three of them? I don't think so. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think that Ronda's going to... And Charlotte still exists somewhere in the universe? Ronda's going to win this title back, I think, at Extreme Rules. And then maybe we'll see Charlotte again. We haven't in a while. Oh, well, I mean, so Survivor Series, if we look at it as, like, champion versus champion, Bianca versus Ronda wouldn't be terrible. Interesting. That would be very interesting. Liv versus Bianca would be fine, but Ronda versus Bianca is definitely a more intriguing match. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. So, like... I'm not. I don't hate the idea of putting it on Ronda for a little bit. I'd like to get it off of her before, like Mania. But I feel like she's holding that title at Mania. Ugh. But no, you're not wrong. I think Ronda and Bianca would be a better match than maybe not necessarily a better match, but would be more intriguing than Liv and. And, and then Bianca. in the main event of Survivor Series, Roman Reigns just stands there with both titles for 20 minutes and just holds them, Hilarious. and we all acknowledge him. We just acknowledge him for 20 minutes, yeah. and they while the Usos just hold up their ones and Solo. And, and Sammy. Solo. Yeah, all And maybe of them. Paul's here. Oh, maybe we'll see Paul Maybe Paul again. just talks for 20 minutes about how great Roman is. Hilarious. What are we going to do with that? And then The Rock comes out. And then he's just like, actually me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the head of the table. That's what I'm waiting for, like, impatiently for The Rock to come out and just be like, bro, you're my baby cousin. Like, you ain't the head of the table yeah, here. Yeah, bro, like, you know how much money I make? Yeah, like, you are not you, the head of the table. Yeah, the table doesn't need you at Yeah, I'm the head of all of our family's I tables. I bought Tamina a house. <laughs> what did you do? Like, you know? Like, he's just gonna come out and be like, I'm the head of every single one of I our bought? family members' tables. I don't know what you're talking about. I love that we are setting up matches for Extreme Rules. Like I said, it's October 8th. It's another Saturday pay-per-view. Fantastic. Can't wait for it. Um, that was really everything that's gone on this week at, on wrestling. We have a few more things coming up next week hopefully aew will have better things happening in ring than behind the scenes either way we'll have to catch it here next week follow us everywhere at ebook shebook and don't forget to like subscribe review wherever you get your podcast thanks for listening guys